Hello, and welcome to episode five of our podcast, Loving Parenting, where our goal is to improve our relationships by going beyond our comfort zone one small step at a time. The title of episode five is Going Beyond One's Comfort Zone. In each of the previous episodes, as well as in the present one, I've used the tagline about improving our relationships by going beyond our comfort zone one small step at a time. You may wonder what this concept means in practical terms, why it is so important to do it, and why would this concept be the foundation of this podcast? In this episode, we'll address these questions. On a practical level, if you want to change the situation, you have to do something different than what you've been doing. If the light switch is off and you want the light to be on, then you have to turn it on. Same thing with relationships. If you want the relationship to change, then you have to do something different than what you've been doing. There's a famous quote about this concept, and it goes like this. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. Surely, we'd rather be sane than insane, so we have to be ready to act differently if we want different results. Now, if you have a desire to change a relationship, it's likely that something is not going so well with it. It's also likely that you've been acting in a consistent way or exhibiting the same set of behaviors for quite a while, and that some of these behaviors have been detrimental to the relationship. The set of behaviors that you consistently exhibit is your comfort zone. It is the way that you feel comfortable acting. As described earlier, to change the relationship, you'll have to do something different, that is, something different from or beyond your comfort zone. When you go beyond your comfort zone, then you are doing something different than what you usually do, and that can really change the relationship. It's quite difficult to go beyond one's comfort zone. By definition, it's uncomfortable. So one can't be expected to drastically exceed one's comfort zone. That would simply be too difficult and it would also not be sustainable. You just can't keep doing something that's really difficult time after time. Once in a while, yes, but not time after time. That's why I propose that you go beyond your comfort zone by only one small step. Keep acting in this way for a while until it becomes comfortable, and now it's part of your comfort zone. Then, take another small step beyond your new comfort zone. In this way, you are continually growing and continually improving your capabilities. Also, you are continually improving the relationship to the extent that it could be improved. So far, we've discussed the practical aspects of why it's important to go beyond your comfort zone one small step at a time. However, there's another very important reason for doing so. So far, 
We have discussed the practical aspects of why it's important to go beyond your comfort zone one small step at a time. However, there's another very important reason for doing so, and that relates to a concept presented in episode one, which is the importance of taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others effectively. In this context, the practice of continually going beyond your comfort zone little by little, is actually very good for your own mental health. I call it the growth mindset. There are several advantages to having a growth mindset. Firstly, every person is born with the potential to achieve certain capabilities and develop certain talents. Acting according to the growth mindset helps you to become the best person that you can be. It helps you to achieve your potential. Secondly, having a growth mindset sure beats the alternative, which is having a victim mindset. A victim mindset means feeling like one cannot overcome adverse events that have happened to oneself. It means feeling self-pity and helplessness. It means feeling incapable of growing and progressing beyond one's current state of mind. Now, a person who has undergone extreme trauma may have a victim mindset for some period of time after the trauma. However, if the person has a growth mindset overall, then he will seek help in climbing out of the pit and in healing from the trauma. In contrast, if a person has a victim mindset overall, then he will remain stuck in that mindset indefinitely. When comparing these two mindsets, the growth mindset and the victim mindset, it's clear that the growth mindset is conducive to sanity and peace of mind. Be a victor, not a victim. The third advantage of a growth mindset besides the fact that it helps you to achieve your potential and to be sane, is that it enables you to be proactive, and that improves your morale. Proactively pushing the limits of your comfort zone helps you to feel good about yourself. It gives you a feeling of self-confidence. We have discussed the necessity of going beyond your comfort zone in order to improve a relationship as well as the benefits to yourself if you do so. However, one point that we must consider is that even if you go beyond your comfort zone, there is no guarantee of the result of your effort. The result is beyond your control. The result is controlled by God. But as we discussed in Episode 3, your success depends on your sincere effort and not on the result which is beyond your control. Nevertheless, a general concept in the Torah is that when you put out the best effort that you can, then God completes the job in whatever way he sees fit. Consider an example of this from the Torah. At the end of Parshas Pikude, i.e. at the end of the book of Exodus, All the components of the Mishkan had been built. The Mishkan was the mobile temple that traveled with the Jews during their journey through the desert. 
boards that were to be linked together to form the walls of the Mishkan were very tall and very heavy. Nobody was able to erect these walls because the boards were too heavy. The boards and all the other components of the Mishkan were brought to Moshe, Moses in English, the leader of that generation. He was supposed to put it all together. However, according to the commentator Rashi, Moshe said to God, how could a person possibly build the Mishkan? God replied, Asok atabiadcha, which means, put out your hand as if you are lifting up the boards. Moshe did so, and it looked as if he was erecting the boards, but really, the boards stood up on their own. As the Torah states a few verses later, the Mishkan was erected using the passive voice. No human being erected it, but rather it was erected by God. Thus, Moshe did all that he could do, which was to put out his hands as if he was erecting the wall, and God did the rest. A takeaway for us from this story is, do your best and let God do the rest. Do your best to maintain a growth mindset and continually go beyond your comfort zone one small step at a time, and then God will complete your efforts in whatever way he sees fit. May God bless you in your efforts to improve your relationships. I welcome your comments, feedback, questions, and suggestions for topics, and I've set up an email address for this purpose. The address is lovingparenting123 at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in and hope you'll tune in to future episodes.